Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I'm your host. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Fides is Latin for faith and truth, and that's what we do on this show is talk about truth and talk about faith. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the great song that you're hearing in the background is my friend Frank Camp. You could find him on Spotify. Great song. This song is called Heaven Can Wait. But thanks for being here, and let's get right to it. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino and I'm your host and I'm here with Talent on Loan from Rush. Uh, before I introduce my guest, uh, my guest today is Alvita King, the great Alvita King, a second time guest on Fides Podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about her new movie, Roe v. Wade, uh, that she is executive producer for. And um, I want to do a quick intro into it with a clip from the movie, introducing it for all of you that are watching. And certainly if you're listening, um, it's a great opportunity to hear about this. So I want to play this before we get into the great interview with Dr. Alvita King. We will hear arguments in Roe against Wade. You may proceed. If you really want to know how abortion became legal in our country, I will tell you the true story. Dr. Mildred Jefferson, would you like to head up a Right to Life group that I'm starting? Dr. Bernard Nathanson's clinics are performing a thousand abortions per week. That's why I'm taking up the fight. I wanted to get abortion legalized across the country. We're looking for a pregnant girl to challenge the abortion laws. We'll give her a pseudonym, call her Jane Roe. It's genius that we no one will ever know about her past. First, they came after the Jews, and then they came after the mentally deficient. We did nothing, and now they're coming after the unborn. And so you're gonna do nothing? Robert Byrd for Henry Wade. No judge or jury in their right mind would ever let abortion happen in Texas. You've been watching too much TV. This case has nothing to do with women's rights. It's God's duty to forgive. It's ours to rule the law. You're changing your vote because your family found out. Or, or was it the media? If we don't sort this out, fur will fly today. You are trying to control this Warren, old buddy. That is completely unethical. In a matter of Roe v. Wade, I want the case re-argued. Faith in God, respect for his law. That law being? Human law. We got the majority. We're gonna win. Perhaps this is beyond the authority of the Supreme Court. We are the law of the land. These girls should not be put through the pregnancy and should be entitled to an abortion. God forgive me, what have I done? The true silent minority. Who is speaking for these children? Okay, and so please welcome, as I said, Dr. Alvita King to Fide's podcast. Dr. King, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jerry, and hello, everyone. Oh, it's great that you're that you're here. Um, as I as we were talking before we started here, this is uh, the second time you've come on my program, and I'm very appreciative and grateful and very honored um, to have you on. And as I showed a preview of of the Roe v. Wade movie, um, I had mentioned to you that I had been able to see it. Um, at a, uh, a premiere a few weeks ago at the Cleveland Right to Life event. And um, you are very heavily involved in, in the movie. And so I wanted to just start off with if you could just let my audience know what your involvement was in the making of this movie. Roe v. Wade movie, the Roe v. Wade movie 
I think you can go to roeviewademovie.com and find out all about the movie. I was called on the phone and also emailed several years ago now. It was either 2015 or 16. It's hard for me to remember exactly when. Nick Loeb and Kathy Allen were working on a movie and invited me to participate and to come in as, a, as an executive producer. I was happy to do that. As the founder of Alveda King Ministries, as a pastoral associate with Priests for Life, working very closely with Civil Rights for the Unborn. This just seemed like something that I needed to do. I was excited to do it. Interestingly enough, I knew Norma McCorvey, who is Roe mm -hmm. of the Roe v. Wade. I think I met Dr. Nathanson, but Janet Morana and Father Frank Bavone and Teresa Burke and several of the associates at Priests for Life had a good relationship with him. I'm very close to Stacey Dash. So it was just a win-win situation. And I'm excited to bring this information to America and the world, how Roe v. Wade became United States law where it is legal to violate the civil and human rights of a human being in the womb. That's exactly what Roe v. Wade does. It, absolutely. And um, as if you didn't have enough credentials to your name, which you have plenty, you, <laughs> uh, as I was watching it, uh, suddenly I see you have a cameo um, in, in the movie. You're actually in the movie. Could you tell us about the role you played and how that, how that experience was? I portray Guthrie Jefferson, the mother of Dr. Mildred Faye Jefferson. Dr. Jefferson was the first woman to graduate from Harvard Medical School. And uh, she it was so pro-life. She became the second president of National Right to Life, I believe. And for most of her life, and certainly all of her professional life, she fought for the unborn. And to portray her mother, it was excellent. A lot of people don't know, I've been in the film and entertainment industry and media for since 1978 on screen. And I was mm -hmm. being trained before that. So uh, it, it was uh, an honor for me to be on screen with Stacey Dash. Yes, it, it, you did an excellent job. I, I had seen that. I've seen the movie. It was really great. And you did an excellent job. And uh, yes, they, you, there's actually a number of great names in this movie. Stacey Dash is one of them. Look her up. If you don't know who she is, she's really excellent and did a great job. And John Voight, um, Robert Davi, Mike Lindell popped in for a cameo. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. That was great. Everyone in the audience cheered when they when they saw him on there. Um, so, so this is, this is such a great movie because it tells and, um, it tells the truth, right? Yes. Whether you, regardless of which side of the aisle you're on, on this issue or any issue at the end of the day, we should all want truth. Tell, tell us briefly, if you can, what are some things in this movie about this movie and, and the Roe v. Wade decision? Cause the movie is just a reflection of what happened, um, that people don't typically know. I'll tell you what I did not know. I did not know that at least two of the justices had uh, relatives who were working with or at Planned Parenthood. That was an immediate conflict of interest, or it should have been. They should have recused themselves. Also, I suspected, but it's very, very true, because through the years that I've worked at Priest for Life, I've been pro-life since 1983, and I came on with Priest for Life in 2015. All of the research, they made up all of the numbers and figures, how many back alley abortions there were, and not nearly the number that, so they say, where'd you get the numbers? Oh, I made them up. 
-hmm. And Bernard Nathanson himself admitted that after he had his own conversion, which mm -hmm. is also accurately portrayed in the film. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that either. Um, um, a lot of that as well. I didn't know about the conflict of interest. I didn't know a tremendous amount. Um, and I and I sort of to add to this this topic, I wanted to go through specifically three individuals that are portrayed in this movie that were involved. You, you've actually mentioned all three of them. But okay. for those that don't know, um, tell us a little bit about uh, Dr. Bernard Nathan Nathanson, what his role was and what he ultimately converted to. Dr. Nathanson was an OBGYN. He was approached by the people who wanted to make abortion legal in America. And uh, one of the young men in the movie was very close to Margaret Sanger, for example. So they needed a doctor and with it, as an expert authority on the subject. And mm -hmm. they approached him and he accepted it. His wife apparently encouraged him to a certain extent. And he became part of that team that brought Roe v. Wade is the law. Mm -hmm. His conversion, of course, ultrasound, the, the uh, ultrasound, and that's the old fashioned one, not the three or four D that we have today, but ultrasound. When he saw a child, he was aborting that baby. He thought about his own daughter that he had aborted and uh, with much pain and agony, he repented. He turned to God because at least he was an agnostic, if not an atheist before that. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened with him. And he spent the rest of his life informing and educating uh, people about the deception of abortion. Yeah, it was really great. It was very moving to watch his um, his sort of conversion that you see in the movie, and um, and a lot of people don't know his role that he you know was part of the lawsuit or the the you know the law, and ultimately converted and did write about the fact that he lied about and made up figures, as you mentioned. Yes. Um, you had also mentioned um, another great individual who I think it's a horrible, horrible shame that she is not uh, more prominent in our history, you know, not just in this issue, um, but in our history is Dr. Um, Mildred Jefferson. Uh, again, if you could, you mentioned her a little bit. Tell us about her um, a little bit more. Dr. Jefferson was the first African-American woman to graduate graduate from Harvard Medical School. She was very pro-life and a champion. Uh, she is credited for having brought President Ronald Reagan over to the pro-life community and mm -hmm. so many things. She mentored my close friend, Dr. Day Gardner, and they introduced me to Dr. Jefferson. So that's how I knew Dr. Jefferson and worked with her. What is so fascinating is that she was able to focus and to give her life for that work. And I think she was excellently portrayed by Stacey Dash, who mm -hmm. thoroughly regarded her and researched her and portrayed her. Interestingly enough, the movie premiered in the month of March 2021 during Women's History Month. And you mm -hmm. don't see much about Dr. Jefferson in the history books, do you? Well, that was my point. I mean, I, I, what a phenomenal individual. I mean, again, be, even setting aside the her role in, in Roe v. Wade and the pro-life movement, I mean, here she was graduating from Harvard yeah. um, it, 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 with, as a physician and, and obviously dealt with many, many odds. I mean, she should be at the top of, of every history book uh, in, in everything we talk about. She's really inspiring. And then the final person I want to ask you about, and again, you also mentioned her earlier, is Jane Roe. 
uh, the in the Roe v. Wade. Her real name is Norma McCorvey. Um, and about her, how it was portrayed in the movie, how she was really she was used and manipulated. And then ultimately what her life became, if you would. Absolutely. And I met Norma during this century. We became really very good friends. We had opportunities to appear at speaking engagements together and all of that. We have hugged and laughed and cried. And she's just a wonderful, delightful lady. She was deceived by the abortion lobby lobby and the abortion industry. They didn't care anything at all about her. She was just a pawn and a tool. In the pro-life movement, contrary to what people would say, she was not used by the pro-life movement. Many of us in the movement loved her dearly. And uh, it was a, just a joy and a treat to know Norma. Just a very wonderful person. She and Sandra Kano, who was not mentioned, but there was a connected or similar case with the lady Sandra Kano. And those two ladies both spent the rest of their lives working to dispel the deception. Wow. Yeah. Again, it's something that I guarantee you probably 99% of people out there in general don't know anything about that. Here you have two individuals that were key in this, um, in Roe v. Wade in the law or people who ended up dedicating their lives to, um, the pro-life cause really amazing stuff. Um, so I, I understand that that in the making of this movie, and I, I that there were people who, who walked off the set, actors, and that was a question. And when I look at some of these actors, and I think to myself, um, you know, what is the rep, what are the repercussions to them um, for coming on a movie? Hollywood tends to blacklist you if you do something even slightly Christian. To be honest. Um, were people walking off the set and, and have you gotten pushed back to in, in lead up to the release of this movie? There were some that did walk off the set. Some were pressured. Some were threatened. Mm -hmm. They didn't feel comfortable being there once they fully realized the subject matter. There was no deception. Nobody hid the fact of what it was. They had to see the mm -hmm. script before they came onto the set. They didn't get a, yeah. a cold script and never heard what was happening. But the full ramifications, Hollywood does pressure people uh, for standing up for principles that are not immediately aligned with what the agenda of Hollywood is at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at uh, specifically Stacey Dash and uh, John Voight, who are probably the most well-known individuals. I mean, they're they're very, very talented. Yes, and you, you could see that in Stacey Dash. And, um, you know, she absolutely deserves to continue <laughs> having prominent roles. She uh, does. And I, the same thing with Nick and Nick yep. and all, everybody who was in there, Davi, me. I left mm -hmm. Hollywood many years ago because as, as I say, if you check out IMDB and you can put in Alveda King or Alveda King Bill, that was my married name at the time. And you could mm -hmm. see I was doing all these movies and, and I was appearing on stage and screen and all of that. I uh, have made some, written some songs and all of that. And I got blackballed for many, many years, but that was okay. Because mm -hmm. I had to stand on principle. And I admire folks like Stacy and John and Davi and all who stay there and continue to hold on to those values. Chuck Norris, I tell you, just another champion. I can name quite a few. So yeah. I think it's very important that we do that Ted Bear with Movie Guide. If, you, if you're not familiar with any of that, check it out. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. I just saw one of her more recent movies. It was adorable. So we still appear and do. I've been in film, entertainment, media, 
theater for many, many, many years. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it's important. And so I appreciate the opportunity to express and explain this in your interview today. Yeah, absolutely. There really are great and uh, many people who, who are able to uh, maintain a successful career um, in, in this industry while being Christian. And I think it's really brave of them to do so and, and of you. Um, Dr. Alvita King, thanks so much for coming on. Um, this this premieres on Friday, right? Uh, a good, good Friday. Friday. I think I know Amazon, Google, you can get it streaming. Please do. And you can order DVDs at RoeVWadeMovie.com. Okay, RoeVWadeMovie.com. And yeah, it's in all, in all the different streaming apps. And, and all you got to do is if you're not sure where, you know, how you can access it, just look online. Uh, just Google it and you, you can find all the, re, all the sources of getting this movie. Definitely worth, worth the watch. Some great stars, um, great content. If you're on the fence and, you know, want some information, this is the place to go. Uh, it was really, really great, really, really well done. And um, that uh, uh, Mildred Jefferson's mother did a great job <laughs> thank in, you. in, in, in her, her scene. And that was you. So, um, Dr. Alvita King, thank you so much for coming on. I wish you this movie all the best and I wish you all the best and all the work that you do. Thank you, Jerry. Okay. My pleasure. And thank all of you for listening again, please go see the movie. Um, check it out. And, uh, it's released on good Friday, a uh, perfect day for it. Uh, so thank you all. And we'll see you next time. I know.